When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers War Room. I'm your host for this weekly show, Matt Peverell, the host of the show that likes to put you in the minds of Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, Art Rooney II, and the rest of the Steelers front office as they look to put together a winning roster in 2022 and beyond. And as always, as I like to say on this show, a roster uh, that's going to compete for a seventh Lombardi trophy. And hey, I did it without saying Kevin Colbert. <laughs> I'm still getting used to that one as we go forward. So hope you enjoyed last week's show. If you didn't listen to it, um, feel free to go back and have a listen. I'm going to recap a few things on it in today's show. But essentially, uh, as, as that show was really around um, how the Steelers are getting value out of their top-rated or top-drafted players, at least, out of the first and second round. And that value was determined based on Pro Football References AV approximation value metric and a bit of data that I've really enjoyed quoting um, for a little bit around a study that was done on the average yearly AV by position um, for first round draft picks based on their first four years, not counting the fifth year rookie option. And so, or rookie deal option, if you, if you like. Um, and so in today's show, I wanted to sort of, I decided to go across the AFC North and look at, how the Steelers actually stack up for their first round draft picks. So, so we won't be talking about second ones, second round draft picks or, um, or even third rounds, but how do they stack up in the first round with those elite players against the rest of the AFC North? And so by the end of this show, you'll be able to know where the Steelers rank in that order 
um, based on the first round draft picks that are on the roster right now. And then also based on the first round draft picks that they've actually drafted. So to recap, like, and give you, give everyone an idea. If you look at the, um, Averagely AV by position for first round draft picks, the average of each position. So you've got a 6.1 for defensive end, a 6.03 for quarterback. Offensive tackle is a 5.983. Wide receiver is a 5.979. So 5.79. Um, 9.79, sorry. Uh, cornerback is a 5.938. Defensive tackle, a 5.927. A running back, a 5.922. Outside linebacker, 5.898. Um, in, interior linebacker or inside linebacker, um, you've got... I've heard people say interior lately. I found that odd, but anyway, it <laughs> somehow crept into my vernacular. Um, inside linebacker, 5.85. Offensive guard, 5.83. Safety, 5.77. Tight end, 5.5. And center, 4.95. I don't expect you to remember all these numbers, but basically... You, you top out with a defensive end at 6.1 and you bottom out with center at a 4.95 and sort of everyone else is in the middle um, around there. And most of the positions, you know, offensive tackle through safety are all, you know, between 5.77 and 5.98. So and with that context, I'm going to give you an insight into, let's say, how the Steelers stick up in the AFC North. We're going to, first I'm going to go through in part one, We'll try and get through most of it in part one. The Browns, um, Bengals, and Ravens. Um, we'll try and get through at least a couple of teams in round in in part one to talk about uh, the players and, and their AV averages and who they've got on the roster. And then in part two, I'll definitely give you remind you of a few things to the Steelers. And then by the time we close out the show, you'll know where the Steelers rank in order, um, as I mentioned on those first round draft picks that they've drafted themselves, and also are based on all the first first round players that are on the roster currently. So let's get into the Browns to start off with. Now, the Browns have um, almost have the most amount of picks still on the roster that they draft in the first round. They would have an equal most with the Ravens, except for the fact that they've obviously traded Baker Mayfield recently. So the Browns have right now on that roster, you know, they have nine players that were drafted in the first round. Five of them are players they drafted, and there's four players that were drafted by other people. Now, obviously, notably, Deshaun Watson, Javian Clowney, Amari Cooper, Jack Conklin um, are the four players uh, that they picked up from other teams. So, Jedrick Wills Jr., drafted in round one in 2020. He has an AV total score of 14. He's played two seasons. He has an AV average of seven. Miles Garrett was drafted by the Browns in 2017. He has an AV total score of 55 over five seasons for an average of 11. Now, remember last week, TJ Watt, 65 over 513. So I'm sorry, <laughs> no matter what planet anyone's living on, Miles Garrett is not as good as TJ Watt. And that's not even a biased fan saying this. Saying this, this is a metric. Greg Newsom II was drafted by the Browns in 2021, um, had a few injuries and what have you, but he has an AV total score of three, a season played one, average of three. David Njoku was drafted in 2017. He has an AV total score of 13, played five seasons, um, and he has an AV average of 2.6. Again, his contract from the Browns is probably one of the silliest contracts I've seen in the NFL lately, but that's closely backed up by one we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, the Denzel Ward, uh, he was the other player that they drafted in 2018, AV total score of 2.25, sorry, over four seasons he's played. That's an average of 6.25. So he he definitely sticks above the average. Garrett sticks above the average. 
Um, Jedrick Wills is also above the average. Um, but when it comes to Newsom and Njoku, they need to really perform. And Njoku is technically not on that rookie deal anyway anymore um, from that perspective. Deshaun Watson is 55 over five um, seasons. So an AV of 55 over five seasons for an average of 11. But remember, he didn't play last year. So actually, that number is quite a bit higher um, if you do it over four. Um, if you do it over four, you end up with um, almost there of an AV of 14. Um so Javon Clowney, Javon Clowney, Texans, 2014, they drafted him. He's on the Browns roster. He has an AV total score of 57. He played eight seasons in the league. Um, so his AV average is 7.125. Amari Cooper, drafted by the Raiders, went to the Cowboys, spent four years at both, drafted in 2015. He has a total score of 58 over eight seasons, which gives him an average of 7.25 um, AV. And Jack Conklin um, from the Titans drafted in 2016, AV total score of 53 over six. That gives him an AV average of 8.83. So that's the Browns. That's the Browns. Um, and so with that, you can see they've got some quite high averages in there. Um, they have done pretty well. Like the, the, the 60% of their players that are on the roster draft in the first round are ahead of the curve um, in terms of their AV average. However, you know, a guy like Greg Newsom is really going to weigh them down. Um, they're going to have to really make sure that, you know, they get value in the other rounds given what they did this year. And also Deshaun Watson might have that high average, but if he doesn't play this year, then again, you're going to have 55 over six and you're starting to watch this start to deteriorate. Um, so yeah, they're, they're going to be really interesting one to see whether these, these first rounders can continue to deliver for them and guys really have to step up. On the Ravens side of things, um, they have six players still on the roster that they drafted. They have four players on the roster that, that were drafted in the first round that they've picked up from other teams. The players uh, that they picked up from other teams are Jawan James out of or Jawan James out of the Dolphins, twenty fourteen. He was drafted. AV total score of twenty nine. He's played six seasons um, and six seasons of actual play. In the league, not injuries, AV average of 4.83. Kyle Fuller, drafted in the first round by the Bears in 2014, AV score of 54 over seven years um, of seasons he's technically played for an AV average of 7.7. Kevin Zietler, that was drafted by AFC North rivals, uh, the Bengal- Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, in 2012, he has an AV total score of 67 over 10, which gives him a career AV average so far of 6.7. That's pretty good. Again, though, perspective, TJ Watts played only like five years, you know, albeit in a position that, you know, generates a bit more hype and a bit more focus and more stats. But TJ Watt, you know, has got that in, you know, five years, what he's got in 10. But Kevin Zietler is still way ahead of the curve in terms of first round draft picks for a career average um, at that position. Marcus Peters was drafted by the Chiefs in 2015. He has an AV total score of 62. He's played seven seasons, so he's got an 8.8. So Marcus Peters is having a really good career. He's a top cornerback in this league. In terms of players they've drafted, Marlon Humphrey was a Raven drafted in 2017 for an AV score of 30, total score of 38 over five seasons, which is a 7.6. Rashad Bateman, last year's draft pick, had an AV total score of four for the year. Only played one season, obviously, AV average of four. Patrick Queen, 
Uh, he is someone that's making, you know, real waves at the inside linebacking position, often goes unsung, particularly for a Steelers fan. Uh, he was drafted in 2020 by the Ravens, um, AV total score of 18. He's played two seasons, so that gives him an average of nine. And he actually got nine in both seasons for an equal part. But then you've got um, Adafi Owe. Um, and so he was drafted last year, played one season, AV total score of three. Um, so average of three. Then you have Lamar Jackson, um, the Ravens, uh, you know, the Ravens quarterback negotiating this deal, AV's total score of 62 over four years. That's 15.5, 15.5, massive AV, probably the biggest AV in the AFC North right now, um, if, if my memory serves me correctly. And then you got Ronnie Stanley drafted in 2016, AV total score of 42, seasons played six, Average of seven. So pretty high from his perspective. And the other thing that the Ravens share with the Steelers is that Lamar Jackson and Marcus Peters are actually the best players ever drafted, um, or at least drafted since 2012 at their position. So Marcus Peters is the best 18th pick overall drafted. Um, and through the first four years of his rookie deal, he had a 9.25 average. And uh, when you look at Lamar Jackson, AV average of 15 drafted um, at pick number 32. The Steelers, we have Minka Fitzpatrick with a 13.21, best player drafted at number 11. Um, and TJ Watts, the best player drafted at 30 in the last decade with an AV average of 12.5 at the time that that study was done. So obviously his numbers last year meant that he's ended up with a higher um, AV. This was done only, um, this was done two seasons ago. So when they played two seasons in the league minimum uh, from that perspective. So with that, we're going to take a break on Steelers Warren. Join me for part two. Part two, I'll give you the insight into the Bengals, recap the Steelers part, and then we can get to actually trying to rank uh, where the Steelers sit within the AFC North in terms of extracting value um, from their roster. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on Steel's War Room. I'm your host this week, the show, Matty Peverell. The host of the show likes to put you in the minds of Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, Anthony Colbert, um... Sorry, Dan Colbert, Anthony Weidel. Yeah, there you go. There's a mix. I'm still getting used to this new front office. I'm still getting used to this new front office. But it's a front office that we're all hoping will give the Steelers a winning roster in 2022 and beyond. A roster that hopefully can compete for a seventh Lombardi trophy in the years ahead. So what better time than now to start a part two than to remind everyone about BTSC, BehindTheStreetCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers from a written word perspective. And of course, the BTSC family of, or network of podcasts, your non-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers on an audio side of things. 
We've got live YouTube shows that then go to audio almost every night of the week, except for Saturday. Uh, we know, we know you got all the listeners are out there enjoying, you know, their Saturday evenings, that's family time, but Friday time, Friday night, you've got double shows with touchdown under that I do with, um, Mark Davison. Then you've got a Tony six pack with Tony on Sunday night, you've got the Q and a, um, you know, with the, we rotate the hosts around on Monday night, you've got the hangover Tuesday night, the Scobro show Wednesday night, the curtain call. Thursday night, the preview, and that rounds out your weekly nightly shows. You've got Jeff Hartman Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride. You've got Dave Schofield, Stat Geek on a Thursday. You have Jeffrey Benedict's Cutting Room Floor on a Tuesday. You have this lineup in the noon show. You've got the Here We Go Steelers show. You've got the Steelers Fix. Um, you've got the um, Power Half Hour. Um, you've got What's Ian's Talking About. And then hopefully, uh, oh, Bad Language. Um, and then hopefully I didn't miss a show somewhere in the middle of there. But there's, as you can see, there's so many shows, it's hard to keep up with them. But the best thing is, is you guys get any content that you want. You get all different types of content. Um, I float between stuff that's sort of the Steelers fix, even though this show came way before that. Um, bit of Stack Geek, um, a bit of everything in between. Um, but, you know, obviously people that know me do know that I like my numbers. Or if you've been a long-time listener, you certainly know that as well. So... In part two, let's kick off and look at the Bengals and their players that were drafted or that they've got on the roster in the first round. Um, and those players are Jonah Williams, um, offensive tackle drafted by the Bengals in 2019, has an AV total score of 13 over two seasons, that's six and a half. That puts him just ahead the 5.983 average for an offensive tackle in their first four years. Joey Burrow at quarterback, AV total score of 22, but remember he did miss most of his rookie year with the injury. Seasons played to average, AV average of 11. Now, if he played his full rookie year, um, yes, he could have thrown more interceptions, but I think he'd have an average that would equal Lamar Jackson. Um, and this gives a good pegging um, spot for, you know, for Kenny Pickett to try and align to whenever he actually finally takes over the reins as well. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow, 22 over two, average of 11. And then Jamar Chase had a stellar year last year in his rookie year. His AV total score of 13. He's only played one AV average of 13. I mean, that's really up there. Uh, you know, you think Najee Harris had a 10. I know, obviously, they made the, you know, the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, if Jamar Chase can keep up that pace of 13, he, he's going to have a terrific career. Um Vernon Hargraves was drafted in round one by Tampa Bay. He has an AV total score of 20. He's played eight seasons. Um, that gives him, you know, an AV average of 2.5. Um, he had 12 and four on his rookie deal. So he had a slightly higher average on his rookie deal, but still well below um, that, you know, that the average there of a cornerback, which is 5.938. So hence why he was made available um, from Tampa. Eli Apple drafted in 2016 as well, played seven seasons so far, AV total score of 24. That's a 3.42, again, below what a cornerback would have um, as an average AV over their rookie four-year rookie deal. Um, And then Hayden Hurst drafted by the AFC North rivals, the Ravens in 2018. Here's an AV total score of 13. He's played four seasons in the league. That gives him a 3.25 average uh so again below that of a tight end as well um so not surprised to see hayden hurst rumble around 
um, a few different teams as well. He spent he spent had some time on the injury bench. Um, that that's got to be noted too. So to recap, though, for the Steelers, um, in terms of players that on their roster, um, you know, in the first round, we have TJ Watt, Terrell Edmonds, Najee Harris, Devin Bush, Mika Fitzpatrick, Tyson Alawalu, Mitch Trubisky. I have left off Carl Joseph. Now, I left off Carl Joseph, as I mentioned last week, because he pretty much he didn't play in three games last year. He's someone that I think is designated, going to be designated on the practice squad if he even makes it. Um, I don't think you can put him on this list. He's not a guy that's going to start games for them. Um now, if you look at TJ Watt as a recap, AV of 65 over 5, average of 13. Terrell Edmonds, AV score of 23 over 4 for 5.75. Najee Harris is a AV score of 10 in one season. Um, so that gives him an average of 10. Devin Bush, 18 over 3, which gives him an AV average of 6. Now, obviously, Devin Bush missed a bit of time um, throughout this period, took a while to adjust last year. So, and he's still ahead of the inside linebacker average of a on the rookie deal of um, a 5.85. So he's still ahead. And if he had the pace that he was going on in his absolute rookie year, then he'd be a bit higher than this right now as well. So as I said last week, the goal for him is to add a good you know yardstick of measurement for him in terms of how he goes this year is how close can he get to 30 um, by the end of this year. And if he can get pretty close to 30, somewhere 27 to 30, I think he'll really have earned himself some money um, next year when, he's, when his deal runs out. Then you have Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, 40 over four for an average of 10. That's almost double the average of a safety. Uh, you know, incredible result for him. Again, he can keep that on pace throughout his career. You know, he should make the Hall of Fame. Um, Tyson Alawalu, 54 over 12. That He's probably the oldest first-round draft pick um, that's sitting there in the AFC North right now. Um, he's played 12 seasons, as I said there, an average of 4.5. He was injured for one um, season as well. Um, so he's technically had 16, an AV of 16 and four for Pitt, as I mentioned last week, which is pretty good this late in his career. Pretty good. Um, Mitch Trubisky out of the Bears. Um, 35 over five for an AV of seven. Again, pretty good considering he sat out a year. If you look at 35 over four, it's more like a nine. Um, and you know, if you think Joe Burrow had an 11, um, Mitch Trubisky had some time out as well while he was at the Bears. Again, pretty good result from that perspective. So putting all that together, where do the Steelers rank in the AFC North? So what I've done is I've basically done an average of collected everyone's AV and simple maths divided by the number of players. So the Ravens have an AV average of 7.4. The Browns have an average of 7.11. The Steelers have an average of 7.03. And the Bengals have an average of 6.611. So as you can see there, it goes Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. Now, if you put, if you think about the Browns though, um, and this is players, this is players that are sitting on the roster. If you had Baker Mayfield still there, the Browns are probably a bit larger. Now we could sit there and go through Ravens players, Bengals players, Steelers players, but that's just probably the latest big name player that's moved that was a first round draft pick from all the different teams. And so you can see how that can skew the result. But also, you've got to look at the number of players that were drafted in the first round that's sitting on a roster. So the Brown, the Ravens have 10. The Browns have nine. The Bengals only have um, six, which is pretty interesting. Um, and the Steelers have 
12 right now. So as I say, like, sorry, I lied. Like Steelers not 12. That includes second round players. They've got uh, seven. That's right. So it is pretty interesting from that perspective because obviously if you have players that have, have done more outstanding and you've spent well in free agency or you've, you know, you've tried to acquire these great players in free agency, you're going to end up um, having having players that have a much higher score. Um, so that, that that's one of the key things to really factor in here. But that's why I thought it was interesting as well to see, you know, where you, the teams had gone in terms of players they drafted because that actually changes the game uh, fairly, you know, quite significantly, really, in terms of how they're how they're all sitting. Um, so if you look at that from that perspective, the Steelers. Uh, sorry, let's start with the, the Browns. The Browns have an average AV for players that they've drafted, interestingly enough. Now, you can't obviously calculate guys have drafted in the last, like this year for any of these teams. But they have an average of 5.97 for players they've drafted, namely brought down by Greg Newsom and, and David Njoku. The Ravens, the Ravens have an AV average of 7.68 for players that they have drafted. So that's Ronnie Stanley that are on the list right now. So Ronnie Stanley and players drafted in the first round. So Ronnie Stanley, Lamar Jackson, Madafe Owe, Patrick Queen, Rashad Bateman, Marlon Humphrey. Now, that's this is probably most predominantly let down by Adafe Owe um, and Rashad Bateman. Um, Rashad Bateman only got a four, but it's it's hard to say let the t- let the team down there. I know wide receiver gets five point nine seven nine, but you know they he had injuries last year. Um, they were all over the place at, at times with the, what they wanted to do with wide receivers. And another team, he probably had a, would have a six. He's probably on par. So you know, I think from that perspective, look for him to maybe bounce back a little bit there. Um, and also, I mean, the Ravens are just playing in a completely different manner. Look at the AV average from Lamar because he's throwing and running the ball so much. Then we have this, the Steelers. Um, I'll go to the Steelers. They have an average AV average of 8.68 for players that they've drafted. So TJ Watt, Terrell Edmonds, Najee Harris, Devin Bush. Now, that's ahead of the Browns at 5.97 and ahead of the Ravens at 7.68. And I kind of found that interesting. I wasn't surprised, but I found it interesting. And I thought it would be an interesting point for, for, for you guys as the listeners because a lot of the fan base give a lot of crap to your Terrell Edmonds. And we talk about a lot of stick to him. And I talk about his 5.75 being ahead of you know the safety. He's technically delivering on that. And most people think he should have been a second or a third round draft pick. He's 0.2 ahead of you know what the average AV is for a safety draft in the first round between 2012 and 2019. And then Devin Bush is disappointed for a lot of people the last few years. And yet, you know, you've got Najee Harris and TJ Watt who they've drafted who's sitting there on 13 and sitting there on 10. Um, obviously, we can't count, um, you know, the, t- the 2021 pick because they, you know, they, sorry, we can count that with Najee Harris, but they don't have a 2020 pick. Um, so they traded that away for Minka Fitzpatrick and he's getting an AV average of, you know, 10. So th- this is the thing is that you look at it and you're like, well, the Steelers are doing pretty well. And so the Bengals come in. Um, at the highest mark, they've only, but they've only got three players on the roster um, that they've drafted in the first round right now, and that was Jonah Williams in 2019, Joey Burrow um, in 2020, Jamar Chase in 2021. Interesting, they all start with the letter J, their first names. Um, and that gives them an average, believe it or not, 
at 10.6. That's right. 10.16, sorry, 10.16. So that's ahead of the Steelers, ahead of the Ravens, and ahead of the Browns. So that puts them in pole position. So again, even though the Ravens are famous for drafting, even the Bengals made the Super Bowl, there's only three players there. The Steelers are in a really nice situation uh, with four players on the roster right now that they've got. Now, the Ravens, as I said, they've got every player except for their 2019th pick on the roster right now. Um, you know, So that's pretty interesting from that perspective. They do a lot of wheeling and dealing and trading up and trading down. But I also thought that when you actually look at this in context together, because remember, the Bengals and the Steelers ranked last in the order of average in the, in the AFC North. Remember, the Bengals were 6.11, um, the Steelers were 7.03, the Browns were 7.11, and the Ravens were 7.4. But when you f- And that's the players that they've got on the roster that would drop in the first round. But then you flip it to the players that the, that actual team has drafted themselves, and suddenly the Steelers and Bengals in pole position. So what does that really mean? Well, for me, the conclusion you can draw is that the Bengals and the Steelers are drafting pretty well. It's no surprise that you've got the Steelers always getting a winning record and being in the hunt for the playoffs, given that they're not last in either of these lists. And there are, and they had a lot more first-round players on the roster as well, um, you know, bef- before this season, this, you know, this last free agency went through and the free agency the year before too. But the Steelers, and I say the Steelers and the Bengals are in pole position where if they have a couple of few more, they're drafting in the right direction. They're drafting in the right direction. And for, for teams like the Ravens and particularly the Browns, They've got a little bit of work to do. Now, the Brown, the Ravens aren't that far behind. There are a couple of two, two players having, off having good seasons being up there with the Bengals and the Steelers. But the Browns are a real problem. They've created them. Not only is the $230 million guaranteed deal with Deshaun Watson, a quarterback who's probably not going to play at least half the year, hopefully, the, you know, more, you know, the season should be, in my mind, probably, um, you know, find his way out of the NFL. But they're not drafting that well, right? Now, Miles Garrett, definitely an exception. Jedrick Lewis Jr., I mean, he's an, he's an offensive lineman. I mean, he can have an AV of 12, but is that going to win you games? It might prevent you getting sacked, but it's going to be very hard for him to, you know, be a playmaker that's going to change a game for you. David Njoku to 2.6 is not good. He's not, you know, a Pat Freemuth. He's barely even, you know, provides more stats than Zach Gentry. Greg Newsom's in a room that's got Denzel Ward in there, and Denzel Ward's performing. But at 6.25 for an AV average, is he worth the mega? I think it was a $70 million contract or something that he signed. So the Browns have got to draft better in the first round. They don't have the pick. They don't now. They've they've gone and said, we, we're going to trade all those away to get Deshaun Watson anyway for the next couple of years. So they better hope they can get some AV value in the other rounds because not only have the Browns shot themselves in the foot financially, they've given up a lot of draft capital and they don't have a good history here. Maybe that's why they thought if Deshaun Watts can play, maybe that's the worthy trade is that we're not drafting that well, we can do it. No, I don't think so. I think the Browns have some serious work to look at, to do and looking at how they build their roster. The Bengals, I think it's scary when you think about some of the players that they've acquired. You think about a guy like Daxton Hill, he plays a full season. Um, you know, he comes in to sort of, he can do things that they've got Vernon Hargraves and Eli Apple on the roster for um, and other safeties alongside, you know, um, Bateman as well. Sorry, Jesse Bates. 
I think that's really interesting from that perspective. So like, it's going to be, yeah, the Steelers and the, the Bengals is going to be really interesting to watch them go head to head over the next couple of years in terms of their draft picks. But to close it out with the Steelers, it makes you pretty happy if you're a Steelers fan, knowing that also in the first round this year, we got a quarterback. A quarterback's AV is going to be quite high. Now, you know, the quarterback's AV could be 30, but if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, so what? Fine. But when you look at the guys on the roster right now, um, and you look at the guys like Tyson Allen, Mitch Trubisky, and Minka Fitzpatrick that weren't drafted by the Steelers, but are there as first-round draft picks, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting to think of what we've got. You know, they, I, I hope Devin Bush can prove it, and I hope the Steelers can retain him. Um, Terrell Edmonds, maybe not. But Terrell Edmonds this year, if he has like a six or a seven AV um, and brings it, you know, if a seven gives him 30 over five and he can average six, that's going to be a terrific result. Um, Najee Harris is going to be a gun. Uh, so for me, and the Steelers, remember the biggest thing about this, the Ravens have traded away different picks. Um, it, it's hard to stay tra- keep track of all those picks they've traded away. The Bengals, I think, still have their first round draft pick um, for next year. The Browns don't. I, I think the Ravens have given theirs up. And so really, this Steelers team can only get better from here. We're in a really great position. But with that, that wraps up this week's Steelers Warren. I'm Matty Peverell. As always, go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>